Welcome to the Q Studio Lab podcast. My name is Lauren. Everyone calls me Miss Lauren. And today we're going to really be focused on how do we make it through this next period of time with our children at home doing remote learning. We're here to give you a few tips today that can help. So our focus of our episode today really is on expectations. First, what are they? How do we really cope with our own expectations? Looking at whether or not they're realistic. And then how do we reset expectations, especially in the time we're in when all of our circumstances have just changed and we need to be able to be helpful to ourselves, our children, and the other people who live in our lives. So with no further ado, let's get started. The question really is, how do you apply these skills when you're sitting at home and trying to be the parent and the teacher and everything in between? So today we have to start with the discussion of expectations because that's where it all begins, where we can actually relax a little bit with our children and see where they really are, what their next step might really be and not just be in our own expectations of what it should be. Today, I would like to welcome Ms. Gina Jung, who is a colleague of mine at the Q Studio Lab. And we work together a lot in trying to develop different techniques to support children's next step in reading, writing, social, emotional, all the different parts that help children really feel successful and feel happy at school. During this time, all of us as parents are also being put in the role of being a teacher and really realizing that when you're with a kid for six or seven hours a day, that bolsters you into this level of having to be a professional. Um, I think one of the things that I think about when when I think of teaching as a profession is that there is a detachment um, between the teacher and the student, not a cold detachment, but a detachment of I don't really, I don't have expectations for this child to behave a certain way because they're a reflection of who I am. Right, exactly. So you don't have that in the way. <laughs> this time, that idea of detachment from expectations is one of the important ideas of being a professional parent. And we're both parents of different age children as well as being professionals in the field. And I think you know, what we always talk about, it's always easier to teach someone else's child Mm -hmm. than to teach your own. Mm -hmm. Um, And yet parents across the country now have to do it for their own. And, um, you know, so we've been really reflecting on, well, what are some of the skills we can pass on, especially because it's May and between May and June, Mm -hmm. children across the world have difficulty, or at least across the United States have difficulty because it's spring and it's beautiful. You want to be outside. Yeah. to say sit down for the next four hours and do your math or do your spelling yeah but that's just not realistic no um yeah and and really to to let go of those expectations mm-hmm. um i think once you've released those expectations of it should be done a certain way uh i think that will be really liberating yeah absolutely <laughs> <As a> parent, <laughs> um you also just don't get as into as many tug of wars yeah. with your child because yeah. it's not like you must and they're like i won't and mm-hmm. and then you're set up for a horrible day in the same house together yeah uh and i think that also you know that that idea of detaching yourself from the expectations really does create this um fertile ground for patience because i feel like impatience only comes about when you have expectation that is oh, not being met. Yeah, 
Absolutely. And, and that your child should do it the way that you envision it to be done. Mm-hmm. And what I've found is in talking to a lot of different parents, um, that sometimes the rhythm of a child does not match the rhythm of the parent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's true in every household. You mm-hmm. know, some kids wake up ready to go. Some yep. kids don't. But if you're as a parent, like, I do things quickly. Yeah. And your child is one who does it a little slower. Yeah. The expectation, as you're saying, I think it's set up. And then you're just frustrated from, like, 8 o'clock. Myself is trying to look at my own expectations and understanding the the mainly unconscious expectations that I place on myself, that I place on my children, and that I place on my partner, my husband. Um, and some of the different kinds of expectations that I've seen cropping up for myself is, what are my expectations of how my family is spending their time? <laughs> That's a big mm-hmm. one. They should be doing it this way or that way or, you know... They should be working on schoolwork, or mm-hmm. they should be done with that already. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Or the expectation of how much time something should take to be done. Mm-hmm. Like, and even mm-hmm. what does done look like? Exactly, right? exactly. So how, what is done well look like? Let's mm-hmm. put it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or the expectation of downtime. You know, what do different people do to relax? For me, I think it's, you should be reading a book. and we all have expectations (laughs) right exactly about what that looks like so for you as parents one of the big things that we found is by seeing what your expectations are for yourself for your significant other if you have one in the house with you for a family member if they're with you um, for your children just seeing them first and writing them down for yourself is a wonderful first step so that you can start to build a different relationship to them. Yeah, and even like just like that, the, the the basic expectation of I expected my children to behave well during this traumatic period of time. Right, not to have any of their own emotional <laughs> right. control, any of that issues yeah. that come up. Yeah. So that goes to our next step is you know when you look at that list of expectations that you have, whether it's unconscious or conscious, you know, are these realistic expectations, reasonable expectations, or are they really unrealistic? Right, and and really looking at those unrealistic expectations um, in the context. Like, how do I even determine if they're unrealistic? What we have found is that um, by asking yourself the questions of, okay, let me look at it in relationship to my family. Because as you've said, like, we're all sort of thinking we're still individuals, but because we're with all of these mm-hmm. other people in the family all day, it ends up feeling like you're operating as a unit. Yep. So they have to be considered. So looking at your children, what are their needs? Looking at your significant other or your family members in the house, what are their needs? Um, and I think critically, how do you... So like when you look at your list, like, you know, is this expectation helpful to the harmony of my, my family? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of an example where uh, I have an expectation and it, it, it's actually not helpful. Like um, no crumbs. <laughs> no the, crumbs on the on living the room floor oh, or, or wherever. Right, yeah, absolutely. I've thrown that expectation out the window because then I get triggered and I get upset and then, you know. How do we reset our expectations? So when we find that uh, we can see the needs of everyone as well as ourselves, as best we can, you know, sometimes it's also really useful to have a discussion with other people in the house about what their needs are. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we can see it too. And so you can, especially if your child is little, 
you of course can't have that conversation, but you can see that they have a need for a nap time at a certain time of the day. Mm -hmm. You can see that they have a need for attention in certain ways. Mm I had a false expectation, I think, at one point about how long a child can sit and do something Mm -hmm. um, without having attention. And and how do I, as a parent who's a working parent, mind what I need to work on and also what they need to work on and Mm -hmm. give myself availability there too. Yeah. Um, Um, So then that that brings us to, you know, how do we reset our expectations? Um, You know, what do we need to look at? And I think... Um, and Lauren, you mentioned looking at how these expectations relate to your mind, your body, and your heart, and more unity in the family, more unity of the family. Really family. looking at what are my ultimate, what are my goals? Mm-hmm. Why do I have these expectations to start with? Is my goal that my um, family is you know, in harmony with each other. I, you know, I'll use the word happy, but I don't mean that in the sense of like always positive. Mm -hmm. I just mean running well, Mm -hmm. like you're able to communicate well together, but looking at first, what's my goal Mm -hmm. for these expectations, um, I think is really important so that then when you reset, Mm -hmm. you're resetting in relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you're looking at your child's needs, mm -hmm. right? You're looking at what you need and you're also looking at what your partner needs. So you're looking at those those distinct needs and then after that, and I, and I would even write it down. Yeah, absolutely, because um, you forget. I know it's mm-hmm. so simple to be like, I know those. I know mm-hmm. it's better if we write it down. And then you're gonna look at the external expectations of your job or school mm-hmm. or whatever other expectations, external expectations you have. Right, you might have family too that has mm-hmm. expectations. But if you start with the internal needs of the family, what do you need so that everyone's working together well, that you're having a household that you like being part of mm-hmm. as much as you can? Mm-hmm. Um, then look at the external and then look at how do I integrate these two together, knowing that they're all equal, although I would say internal is even bigger yeah. than the external. Yeah. And then how do we manage it? Not having to do everything, right. but doing what needs to be done. Right, right. So that everyone gets more of what they need. Exactly, exactly. And then, and just to be aware of that that ideal picture of what you think is success. Like throw that ideal picture out the window. Absolutely. And really yeah. work with those essential needs. Yeah. Barely meeting them. <laughs> <laughs> but making sure that you have attention exactly. on what's really important. Yeah. And I know this is hard and we are both two working moms, so we get that. Um, mm-hmm. And so we are going to give you the next segment that hopefully will be helpful on time. Um, but no keep going. You can do this. Mm -hmm. You really are capable of making it through the next six weeks. And we'll be here. And be gentle with yourself.